Hello and welcome to the first episode of season 2 of Health Mantra with me Dr. Stacy Fernandez. In the studio with me is Dr. Sunny Kamath. He is an orthopedic spine surgeon at Manipal Hospitals Goa. Dr. Sunny has done his MBBS at the Goa Medical College and MS in Gujarat and went on to do his fellowship in endoscopic spine surgery in Germany. Welcome to the show Dr. Sunny. Thank you Dr. Stacy for such a nice um, uh, introduction. Yeah. So, sir, they say a healthy spine is the foundation of a healthy life. So, with our daily activities of, you know, desk job, sedentary life, long hours of driving and so many things that we put our spine through, what is the most common uh, spine ailments that you see in your day-to-day -day practice? Uh, that's a good question. Uh, see, uh, Dr. Stacy, because of our uh, changing lifestyle, right. uh, uh, First of all, I'll make you understand that our spine is made up of bones. Hmm. So the bones are stacked upon each other from top to bottom. Yes. Okay. And between these two bones, there are discs. Right. And there are nerves and there are joints which is located behind the spine. Right. So the okay. nerves pass through the discs. Yes. Yeah. So uh, because of our bad lifestyle, there is a lot of... Uh, 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 lot of uh, damage which usually happens to the sp spine. Right. One thing is because of obesity, mm -hmm. secondly because of uh, continuously sitting for long hours, long especially hours. in IT individual yes. and unhealthy diet, smoking, alcohol, all Even these wrong postures. Correct. All this, uh, all this affect our sp uh, spine uh, uh, because of that we usually uh, see uh, disc related or degenerative changes more frequently than what we used to see in past. Right. So over and above this, uh, a certain contribution of injuries also to the spine uh, contributes to ailments in spine. Yes. Injury also contribute, for example, you know, because of uh, because of increasing traffic and a uh, lot of way, a uh, lot of people going by bike and uh, four wheelers. Right. Uh, uh, our spine is usually prone for injury because of accidents right. and um, adventures, sports activity as well. Yes, yes. So, doctor, medications is always the first line of treatment in anything. But what is the approach of surgical approach in spine care? Yeah. Uh, when it comes to spine surgery, uh, when it comes to spine surgery, the surgery is divided into two parts. Uh, mm. One is uh, open spine surgery which is a traditional or a conventional way of operating spine and the, uh, the newer or the advanced technique what we, uh, what recently has uh, arrived is endoscopic spine surgery. Right. So doctor, how is the endoscopic spine surgery different from the traditional spine surgery approach? Uh, in traditional spine surgery, what we do is that uh, we uh, open, the, uh, op uh, open the skin from behind and the incision is usually long right and uh, and after that we split the muscles hmm. to expose the spine right without that we uh, it's impossible to reach the spine hmm. okay but in that process what we do is that we we do a lot of collateral damage to the muscles. very important structures like muscles which is one of the important uh, uh, important uh, organ you can say to maintain the spine balance yes because of the stripping of the muscle from the bone it mm -hmm. loses its um, uh, strength and uh, nerve supply mm -hmm. we denerve it actually and because of that the, uh, the the strength of the muscle the patient loses loses the strength in that in that muscle uh, forever forever 
And uh, because of this, since we have to open the spine, uh, there is a lot of blood loss. Right. Okay. So in uh, in most of the cases, because of the blood loss, we have to uh, we have to transfuse blood to the patient. Yes. Okay. And uh, and and, uh, and because of uh, because of the longer uh, longer incision, lot of tissue trauma, the usually recovery of the patient is, is less. You know, it it is uh, it it is delayed. Mm -hmm. Okay. And because of because the recovery is delayed, the pa the, uh, the patient joining the uh, or resuming the duty mm -hmm. is always delayed. Right. So, doctor, which uh, spine conditions would you recommend for endoscopy spine surgery? As I told you, uh, Dr. Stacy, uh, the most common uh, clinical condition in spine what we encounter is uh, degenerative spine disease right. and uh, disc prolapse. Now, I'll explain you briefly what exactly these conditions are. Yes. So, uh, in degenerative spine disease, uh, usually happens because of the overloading or the um, uh, unequal loading of the spine. Mm -hmm. And with the passing age, uh, the disc and the joints around it gets damaged. Mm -hmm. So because once the disc gets damaged, the gel inside the disc, they, it, it comes out and it presses on the nerve. Once it presses on the nerve, patient can get sciatica kind of pain or the pain radiating from the back to the leg, right. which also can be associated with the numbness or loss of strength yes. or uh, in uh, difficulty in walking for long, long distance, difficulty in sitting for long hours. And uh, in very rare, con in not, not rare, in, in most of the condition, if the joints are affected, that uh, uh, once the joints are affected, the spine becomes little uh, instable. Like mm. uh, there is a lot of instability in the spine, in which what happens, the joints become loose because of that. The spine uh, slips, one, uh, one vertebra slips, slips upon oh, another yeah, one, yeah. and that is called uh, listhesis or instability of the spine. Mm. Now, this condition is very debilitating because it causes severe back pain mm -hmm. and uh, usually medicine don't work in this situation. And there is other things like, you know, usually because of trauma, youngsters usually they go to gym mm. or they, when they land up in injury or because of accident or other Sports adventurous are, activity. Yeah. The excessive pressure on the disc can uh, rupture the annular ligament or the outer covering of the, okay. of the disc. And because of that, the inside gel, it just pops out and it presses on the nerve. That can cause severe right. back pain and uh, acute disc prolapse. Right. So doctor, what are the benefits of endoscopic spine surgery? <coughs> the benefit of the endoscopic spine surgery is that, uh, so it, this is the most advanced surgical technique available on spine surgery right now. The technique actually originally, uh, it originated in Germany. Mm -hmm and uh, most of the instruments are uh, made in germany and that's why uh, you need to uh, to start this kind of surgery it is technically demanding and for that you need to have a proper training, training especially right. you know preferred training is in germany right so so uh, what we do in this uh, uh, endoscopic surgery is that we uh, we can operate the same condition with a small incision which is less than 10 centimeter Otherwise, if you do a conventional surgery, we usually have to open around 10 centimeter or more. Right. And we have to remove, sometimes uh, we have to remove the midline structure to decompress or the bones, which is right there in the midline in the conventional surgery to yes. enter or to approach the spine. dural sac Sir. or the spine or the nerves. 
पण हातून किती जाता की विद इन लेस दॅन वन सेंटीमीटर वॉट वी कॅन डू इज दॅट वी इंट्रोड्यूस अ एन्डोस्कोप विच इज व्हेरी स्मॉल विच इज अराउंड एट एम एम ओके अँड वी इंट्रोड्यूस इट अँड अँड विथ दॅट वी आर एबल टू व्हिज्युअलाइज द एन्टायर स्पायन ऑन द मॉनिटर सो इन दॅट इवन इवन वन एम एम ऑर टू एम एम ऑब्जेक्ट लुक्स व्हेरी बिग सो द ऑल द इमेजेस आर मॅग्निफाईड सिन्स द इमेजेस आर मॅग्निफाईड वी आर एबल टू गेट अ बेटर व्हिज्युअलायझेशन and with better visualization we we can uh, we can operate in a better way it is just like you are driving and if there is lot of haziness if you can't see from the windshield right. usually happens because of you know an open surgery there's yes. lot of bleeding very difficult yes. to you know manage the manage bleeding sometimes bleeding. so in that you are bound to make mistakes in mm-hmm. open surgery because there is a lot of bleeding you yes. don't see the nerves properly sometimes okay but in this case everything is so magnified you know what you are touching exactly you know what you are doing right. each and every step it's so it is magnified that you usually don't go uh, you don't go wrong in this right so that also speaks about the safety point of view as in because uh, whenever you recommend surgery to a patient they are always reluctant to undergo surgery they will choose the other options first and then uh, the last option will be surgery so uh, how safe is endoscopic spine surgery so uh, uh, see there is a lot of misconception uh, about and uh, about the spine surgery mm-hmm. in, in in general uh, public so they feel that if you operate if you do a spine surgery patient will never be able to walk patient right. will get paralyzed or the usually the spine surgery fails mm. or uh, uh, or it, or the patient has to take long bed rest for you know months altogether mm. so all these misconceptions are uh, you know we uh, it, it's it's not right you know so uh, in today's era see the medical science has progressed right okay from you know what it was 30 40 years back it is not the same now yes 30 years back 40 years back we used to use landline right uh, now, now used to send letters g. yeah <laughs> now we have 5g and uh, so on so yes. as the time uh, as the time moves the technology also improves right it becomes better and better along with that the training of the doctors have also improved Yes. the instrumentation has improved the understanding of our spine and its pathology has improved has because improved. of the lot of research which is going yes. on so in this era spine surgery is absolutely safe mm-hmm. now if you ask me like you know the most commonest question the patient ask me whether you will get paralyzed after the surgery yeah, so i would no. assure you and in today's era the paralysis is almost zero negligible so you have to follow certain things right you have to choose the right patient right indication right right technique the right doctor and the right instrumentation yes so if you if you do this thing if you match all all together all pro- properly you cannot go wrong and you will never end up in complication right okay especially when it comes to paralysis or other other, uh, other complication but yes there is some uh, complication which is there which with any other surgery which every surgery has yeah every yeah. surgery every has surgery a has to it. some complication which is related to anesthesia infection yeah. that uh, that complication will never get nullified as yes. long as uh, surgeries are there right okay so in today's era the uh, the moral of the story is that the spine surgery is absolutely safe Mm-hmm. and the safest right now is the endoscopic spine surgery as yes. i told you it is it is done with a small incision 
the view is magnified you know what you are doing because everything is displayed on the screen yes and there is almost negligible blood loss so you don't have to transfuse blood to the patient yes since the incision is very small there is hardly any infection right since the incision is small there is no collateral damage or the of tissue the to the muscles yes okay and the recovery is faster, is faster. Right. So in spines, in endoscopic spine surgery, you can resume your your duties as soon as possible. So what we do we can make the patient walk on the same day. Okay. Patient no patient don't have to take bed rest for several months. Yes. And uh, sutures can be removed. Once the sutures are removed, patient can get back to the his, back to his work. Work, yeah. So doctor, what is the length of the surgery in endoscopic surgery? Is it different from the traditional uh, spine surgery? Yes, the, the length of time. Correct. To say. In traditional spine surgery, see, to uh, right from the incision to the to going to the spine, it takes a lot of time. Yeah. So uh, to split the muscle, to uh, to do proper uh, hemostasis, or you know, to stop the bleeding. Yes. That time gets shortened up when it comes to endoscopic surgery. Hmm. So the endoscopic surgery will uh, will range from anywhere from half an hour to one hour. Yeah. Most of the time, ninety percent of the time. Okay. Which is much less than the traditional surgery. Yes, yes. Time. Traditional surgery can go for two hours or more than that. Right. So you save on your uh, surgery OT Surgical time. Surgical time, anesthesia time. Anesthesia time. Right. Doctor, is there any restrictions with regards to age and gender when you recommend endoscopic spine surgery? Yeah, of course. There is absolute very, uh, indication for uh, endoscopic spine surgery because all or spine condition cannot be treated with uh, endoscopic spine surgery. Right. The commonest condition which can be treated with spine surgery, endoscopic spine surgery is uh, disc prolapse mm. and canal stenosis. Right. Okay. Now, disc prolapse is like slip disc, mm. okay, in which we go and remove the disc fragment directly. Right. Okay. And in lumbar canal stenosis, it usually happen in the uh, in a little uh, elder group of patient in which there is a lot of damage to the joints, as I told you. Mm -hmm. of the spine and because of there is growth of flesh around the nerves okay, which causes which causes compression of the nerve and which can cause back pain mm -hmm. and the leg pain in this these are the main indication of the endoscopic spine surgery right you there are certain condition like in uh, instability whenever there mm -hmm. is uh, in, uh, the when when the when one bone slips on a on another bone that is mm -hmm. called instability or listhesis those conditions usually we don't operate with endoscopic spines because that condition to uh, first thing you have to uh, uh, you have to prevent the instability in that the treatment option is totally different, different. so i will not discuss that yes yes yeah. definitely and definitely the other condition like tumor infection mm. those cannot be treated with endoscopic surgery right. so this accounts to like 70 to 80% of the actual uh, spine uh, ill, uh, conditions. conditions. So doctor, that what we discussed now is about the surgical part. Now we'll go on to recovery phase. What would you like to highlight uh, in the recovery phase with regards to endoscopic spine surgery versus your traditional spine surgery? So the biggest advantage of the uh, endoscopic spine surgery is that the recovery. See, in today's era, don't, no one wants to stay at home for more because, than what is needed. Yeah, more than what is needed or because, you know, everyone is working entire. Right. Sometimes, you know, a person's family is dependent on, on them, them and you can't afford to stay home or yes. you can't afford to uh, be uh, bedridden or 
or uh, or joint duty which in which you will have constant back pain and other things yes, and where you have to stay back stay home. back home exactly so the recovery of sp uh, after the sp endoscopic spine surgery is very rapid because the incision is less than yes. one centimeter it just imagine you can you can just put the bandage uh, you can put uh, you, uh, you can bandage that wound with the you know with the bandage with what we used to hands yeah and yeah, yeah. so the so that that small the incision is Right. And and there is no bleeding, no muscle trauma. Since the muscle trauma is almost negligible, mm -hmm. you will not have back pain. Yes. Okay. And that whatever pain you have usually settles down in one or two days. Mm. Okay. And um, uh, and uh, because of uh, 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 because of this uh, all this condition and all all these advantages, patient can actually resume back uh, his duty within. Uh, Two or three weeks. Yeah. So duty as in not only work but also daily activities. Daily of activity. Whatever they are used to. For do. example, driving, right. riding, and uh, and going to um, office. Yes. Yeah. There are certain things you used to which, you know you should be avoided take, like yeah. you know uh, that uh, which they know, can do gradually. Gradually. Yes. Up, yeah. Correct. Right. So, Doctor Sani, which are the conditions that the patient should go for you know spine surgery, whether it is traditional or endoscopic, and is there an option where they can you know skip surgery and uh, treat conservatively yes uh, see as i told you most of the time a simple spinal problem will respond to medicine and mm -hmm. physiotherapy yes okay so most of the time what we do is that we manage the patient without surgery and they respond to it but there are certain condition in which the patient don't respond to medicine physiotherapy or injections right okay for example pain which is continuously uh, continuous leg pain hmm. which is more than 3 months hmm. not responding to any medicine not responding to physiotherapy and severe pain hmm. pain associated with uh, numbness or uh, loss of strength or involvement of the bowel bladder that means right. involvement of the urine, urine and other in things stools, where you cannot control correct if the patient develop this for example involvement of the urine and uh, uh, bowel in that condition it is an emergency patient it is ideally not uh, suggested or advised to wait you have to get operated as soon as possible that means the condition is much more bigger hmm. something called as corda equina you yes. can also become paralyzed and that paralysis can be permanent it, it cannot not be, be reversible if you delay it right so in this situation you have to undergo surgery and all this uh, this condition can be treated with endoscopic as well as open surgery hmm. okay but uh, it, it's advisable not to not secondly to yeah secondly if the patient develop loss of strength hmm. or foot drop yes it is not advisable because that if, Those if are the extreme patient, conditions correct if the patient de gets you know, delays the uh, delays it then there may not be recovery even after the surgery right okay and yes if the pain is so severe it the is patient is it is really affecting the quality of the life right in that situation patient should undergo surgery because right. when options are available there is no point in, in just delaying and delaying and get you know and procrastinating uh, procrastinating or you know uh, uh, to prolong the suffering for no reasons when you have options right you should explore that options yes dr sani i have a very interesting question we discussed about uh, lifestyle uh, causes of spine ailments but what about you know birth defects congenital anomalies 
are those conditions also operated under endoscopic spine surgery? No, uh, mostly the bird defects or the congenital are not operated by endoscopic hmm. surgery. As I told you, endosco endoscopic surgery has a very, uh, very specific indication right. and you have to follow that indication. All procedure cannot be covered under endoscopy. Under endoscopy. Yeah. So doctor, we spoke about the ailments that uh, happen because of our lifestyle changes and the treatment with regards to surgery, but surgery is the last resort. What would be your advice to viewers as to take, in, take care of their spine? As in, you know, uh, what they need to do on a daily basis to prevent spinal injury so that they, you know, don't get to that place of undergoing surgery. Yes, that's very important question, Dr. Stacy. And I would say prevention is better than cure. Yes, absolutely. So I would advise my viewers, especially who are in tech business or who uh, sit for long hours on computers or desktop, and uh, it's, it is very important to have a good posture. Right. So always invest in a chair with a good back support, with a good neck support. See that your computer or the laptop screen is always at the eye level. And the distance between your chair and the desk is sufficient. So that you don't slouch over the desk. And if you do like slouching over a long time, you will definitely for sure have back pains. Secondly, you see that your elbows is closer to your body. Your wrist is well supported on the desk. And um, you have to take breaks every half an hour, 45 minutes. You take breaks, go for a walk, stretch, and come back and start again. And, all, and obviously, uh, people who uh, go to gym, mm -hmm. there's a new trend of strength training. You yes. have to do strength training. I totally you know, I agree with that. Right. But I feel if you are not a professional athlete, right. and if you are not going in any competition or you're not competing for anything, uh, it is better not to do lift heavy weights especially deadlifts right so deadlifts i feel is only for the people who who are athlete and who's been doing since long long time and who go one day you lifting. just wake up and you cannot decide today i'll go and do a deadlift it is very yes. difficult because none the of the posture, trainers in the gym yeah, will tell you they will uh, they, they they won't no one will tell you this and secondly they will not stop you from doing this right so you have to judge like how much it is, it is going to benefit you yeah. I've seen so many of my patients coming to with a back pain and leg pain mm -hmm. and a sciatica pain. And the most commonest history is uh, doing deadlift and lifting something heavy. Right. Or, you know, uh, usually they go to gym, then they take break and suddenly they, uh, they, they resume. resume it and they come with a back pain. Yeah. So, uh, so if you're taking a long break or even a small break from the gym, when you restart it, you make sure that you start with the gradual weight, then gradually increase the weight. Okay, right. so Small not steps. necessary that you what you were doing six months back you will do you it now immediately. Yeah, so uh, lifting unnecessary heavy weights in the gym should be avoided. Yeah, and not only at the gym, I think even in daily life. In, uh, in daily, daily life, yes, how you lift the weight is, is also important. important. Right. So if you bend and lift anything heavy, definitely it will you you strain your, your spine. you will strain your back, and uh, in that situation, what you used to do is that you should keep your back straight and uh, bend, bend on your, your knees. knees and put the entire weight on your thighs and then lift anything, right. any, any object. So, and one more important thing is that uh, uh, what we discussed like lifestyle, smoking is directly connected to the back problems. Right. And to a certain extent alcohol. Mm -hmm. 
okay so if uh, if you are a chronic smoker and uh, it is and you are having a back problem and if you don't leave smoking you will continue to have that kind of problem no matter how many doctors you, do? you meet or how many medicine you take yeah. so you should stop smoking smoking is absolutely bad for the spine right even obesity i think doctor that also puts a certain yes, amount of, of strain on your yes, spine yes obesity yes because you know it it uh, because of uh, obesity definitely you gain weight and you put so lot of strain on your spine gravity yes moves. and uh, you should also make sure that you do uh, some uh, strengthening of your core muscle core back muscles. muscle right. thigh muscle stretching yoga is important daily walking is the best exercise for your spine yes. you don't even have to jog you just have to do just walk, walking brisk walking for yeah brisk walking for half an hour 45 minutes in a day that's that's very healthy for the spine right doctor i and think eating and eating um, right uh, balanced diet balanced diet i think what you said with regards to weight lifting i think the same holds true even for yoga i mean a, a lot of us just want to do all the asanas you know to, uh, at one time only without proper training without properly understanding each posture correct, so correct. that also could put a yes. strain on your spine you should customize your uh, your uh, all activities whatever suits you may not suit so somebody, somebody else. else right so you should do what suits you yes so you know just because someone is doing some asana or someone is uh, you know running a, yeah, a marathon that doesn't mean that you, do, you you can do the same thing yes you, you can do it but uh, it's always good to uh, gauge your uh, ability and um, move towards your goal slowly and gradually right doctor thank you so much you know for taking time out and uh, giving our viewers such an elaborate uh, uh, understanding about the spine and the various modalities of treatment Uh, Dr Sunny Kamath is the orthopedic spine surgeon at Manipal Hospitals Goa and if you need to seek help for spine care Dr Sunny Kamath is available at Manipal Hospitals Goa every day from Monday to Saturday 9:30 to 4:30 pm Keep watching Prudent stay fit stay healthy